You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast and live stream, James. That's right. We are, for the first time, also doing a video live recording of today's podcast as we break down Wednesday's nine-game main slate. Dude, how's it going? Going good, and I like the I like the new format we're going to try. I mean, nothing changes over on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Right. On the website, you'll still be able to just click the record button, but a nice wrinkle for those that have noticed that we're putting a lot more time into our YouTube channel and trying to grow that platform a little more. And this helps, I think, connect you guys to us who we literally sit behind the microphone all day every day to bring you podcasts i mean john you and i have been doing the nba pod for what five years we've been podcasting together i think longer than that i mean listen i've been with fantasy line for almost 11 and you were shortly behind me and basically right. a year after that we basically started <laughs> podcasting together so Sure. We were the ones that basically brought the DFS podcasting to Fantasy sure. Arms. I, no, we're not new to this, but we are new to this. So we used to do the live streams, obviously, mm-hmm. leading up the roster lock, but we've yet to do a video podcast, and that's what we're going for. If you're listening on Apple and all that, yeah, nothing's changing for you, but if you want to go ahead and watch James and I, for whatever reason, if you like our faces, you can go ahead, <laughs> go to YouTube, and check out the podcast there as well. We're looking at the DraftKings slate for these nine games here. If we get a FanDuel slate open as well, we'll have James read off some some price points there but again largely focus on DraftKings here it's where we uh, we spend the majority of our time we'll kick it off nine games here go to the pitching again we're lucky enough to have some strong pitching options on this slate we've been fortunate these last few slates to have some nice top price guys here Max Scherzer and a great strikeout spot against the Atlanta Braves at $11,100 Carlos Rodon at $10,800 at home against Arizona Framber Valdez $10,300 against the White Sox and Tony Gonsolin at $10,000 going up against the Milwaukee Brewers is our 10K and above tier. I think, James, for me, the first kind of avoid, maybe the first fade for me, was the Framber here. $10,300. You got a lefty going up against the White Sox in Chicago. I don't know how your thoughts are on that one. Yeah, and it's an elite pitchers or elite hitters park this year. He fared well against them earlier in the year. Three runs, six innings, a win, seven strikeouts pretty much what he does like you are at this point guaranteed a quality outing from fran bar and then it's okay is he gonna get somewhere between five to eight strikeouts and yeah. it's been pretty surefire this is a tough spot the white Sox are fine lately against lefties though i mean all year they've been good yeah and they got a little bit of a healthier lineup again back True. with them minus team anderson of course big blow to not having him in their lineup but true and I mean, to that point, it is worth noting, since August 1st, against left-handed pitching, a span of just over two weeks, they're not really world beaters against lefties like they've been. 673 team OPS, that's sure. 16th in the league, 15th in WOBA, in terms of isolated power, they're 22nd? I mean, maybe? I could honestly see a case for all three. I think all three of them are safe. I think you and I both agree that Scherzer is probably the cash game guy. I mean, he's just coming off two starts ago seven scoreless 11 strikeouts yep. against atlanta and it's max scherzer sub two era two starts was... against him this year 20 strikeouts 14 innings yeah pretty good That'd so good. i think scherzer is like the clear-cut one rodon's actually been hit pretty hard against the diamondbacks 
this year? We talked about this. They actually, they have some guys that hit left-handed pitching pretty I even think on this podcast, we could sort of made that call one of these days. Remember? I think it was you. I think you pitched that you were like, that was in like the midst of Arizona's like stretch where they were not striking out, walking yeah. a lot and hitting lefties. And you're like, dude, I'm going, I think that was like probably your prize picks play of the night like <laughs> over two and a half runs or something. Or, yeah. It was over, I think it was over two and a half runs and they gives up five, right? I think it was like five, six runs. Yeah. I mean, look, he strikes them out. I mean, 17 strikeouts in 11 innings, so it's definitely possible he does it again. He disappointing strikeout performance in his last start. There are only seven against Pittsburgh. Sure. Against, that, yeah. uh, his prop pick that day was at eight and a half, and everybody's like, oh, uh, easy over right. against a team that strikes out more than anybody against lefties at the time. And he dominated them, just didn't get the strikeouts that anybody had hoped right. for. So Scherzer wrote on, of course. Again, I'm, I'm likely fading Framber. I understand the recent form. I would say of that th- of the top four guys, he's probably the lowest rostered. Would uh, you agree with that? Snoring. Yeah, I'm my dog is snoring so loud right here, now. Like, I do not hear your dog, so I think I'm, we're okay I'm gonna, there. I'm going to throw my hat at her. Sorry. She's fine. Um, She's fine. Honey, I love you, but golly. Yeah, but you know, like, that secondary noise, I just couldn't do with it. Yeah, uh, fair. GPPs for Rodon, Framber, I guess GPPs too, and then Gonsolin. I like Gonsolin kind of here. Yeah, Gonsolin's not bad. Again, Milwaukee a little bit better at home, but we've talked about attacking them with lefties. Yeah, Gonsolin, fantastic numbers this year. So it's not as if like he's a bad off. Slightly worse on the road, 298 ERA, oh no. Just something to throw in there. Opposing him, you have Eric Lauer. This isn't going to be a spot where I go to him, but I've been touting it all season long. Loves pitching in Milwaukee. The numbers buried out again, 265 ERA at home. This season, we've talked about the strikeout rate better this year for him as well but you're not throwing him against the dodgers kind of cross him off the list for personally if we're in that sort of mid-tier range you know, the below 9k the there's only four, uh, five pitchers in eight and seven k range do you like any of them do any of them stand out to you, you got kluber going up against the yankees odorizzi going up against the mets Contreras going up against boston kopek against houston and quantrill against detroit so am i like crazy to want to play people against the Yankees right now I mean they're terrible they've scored one run in their last 25 innings everyone looks terrible obviously Aaron Judge can unleash a home run three home runs like on any sure. given night and Kluber has been really good against the Yankees so yeah, yeah. I 12 innings eight. just one earned is that what I saw yep, yeah 12 earned, innings yeah. one earned yeah and no I, wins I, though no wins but if the Yankees don't score it doesn't I mean there's a good chance he does pick sure. up a win um Probably don't go to Rizzi. He's has looked below average. Ronzi Contreras looked really good the last time we saw him, but the last time we saw him was in July. I like I don't understand why they didn't keep him in the majors. I told and you I that, looked, that I was feeling maybe a Boston breakout, and they got off to a really strong start tonight against us. I, I guess John, like this whole tier is just. I'll tell you what I'm praying for is for them to give us the one and a half walks prop again. I might go back because for Michael. Oh, he's going so over on this one. He's walking. Uh, I think it's going to probably be popular, but Jordan Montgomery has looked super good in his two starts. Yep. And Colorado out of Colorado. Yeah. He had a Quintana had a no hitter going into the sixth and that fell apart really fast in the sixth. And he didn't even make it out of the inning recording it out, but they just aren't the same team away from home. And I think Montgomery is clearly pitching with a chip on his shoulder. He's very mad at the Yankees. I saw somebody tweet out today. He's like, has anybody answered to why they traded Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader yet? Yep. (laughs) I saw it too. The whole thread was incredible. Shout out. I think it was, I think it was like Razball who tweeted that out. Cause I followed the thread. I was like, nobody has any idea. (laughs) No one knows. Nobody knows that commercial right there. I think Monty is in an elite spot here. Yeah. Get him under seven K. So 
it's a good spot. And if you're looking at other guys that are under 7K, I mean, I guess, is this a Rich Hill game? You had a lefty against the Pirates? Could be. I mean, be. four starts ago against Cleveland, six innings, one earned run, gave you 20 fantasy points. He's been not good, but this would be a matchup where he could potentially get it done. He's, and he's given you certain outings this year where he's been serviceable. If you're just looking for a dart throw on a nine-game slate and you're looking for a reason to spend down, Pittsburgh against lefties, we talked about it. What's their strike rate? Like over 30% against lefties yeah. or something in that range? Maybe Hill could could sling it. I don't know if you caught the uh, the awful announcing post from today on Twitter, but Dennis Eckersley went in hard on the uh, Pirates. He called them a bunch of no-name like, jobbers, oh, basically, no. in their lineup. Wondering, he's At least we saw the Royals, and there were a bunch of top prospects. He's like, Who are these guys? Yeah, Eck, Eck diving in on Pittsburgh there tonight. Maybe they hear it. Maybe they get motivated, but uh, Rich Hill at 61... If you're looking to spend down, it is the it is a spot for him if there was one. Yeah, and obviously a huge shift in Park in Rich Hill's favor going from Fenway to Pittsburgh, PNC. That's a really good shift. And he's been good on the road, 342 ERA compared to 682 at home. I mean, if you got Rich Hill at home, like you just, I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, well, he um, throws slow into these righties. <laughs> And the green monster's right there. (laughs) Anybody Um, else that catcher? uh, Sorry, catcher. I pitcher for you before we go to catcher. Domingo Herman has been better. Three of his last four starts, he's given us at least uh, double-digit fantasy points. Six innings, one run. Five innings, one run in his last two games. Could go there. Another guy under 7K. But not like I'm not invested in Herman as I would be in Montgomery here. So we had the top. We like Scherzer for sure. We're fine with Rodon. I'm a little bit off of Framber. You seem to be a little bit more on Framber. Yep. Slynn, you like. I don't think we're going to get to him. No. Out on Kluber. I mean, out on Lauer. You like Kluber? Tournament specific for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Kluber, tournament specific. Montgomery and Rich Hill for me, uh, I think, are where we're going. You like Herman as well for an under 7K grouping. That's our pitching pool for this Nothing nine gamer. Vandal, by the way. No, would have suggested Fandle, but still no slate out at this point. Yeah, I checked. No Fandle slate yet, so I apologize for those who are uh, looking for the Fandle. They, even though we're currently recording at 945 on the East Coast, they have yet to release their slate. Tough on them. For the catcher position, we got W.D. Smith, Will Smith there at, uh, at $5,000 going up against Eric Lauer if you want to spend up. Sean Murphy gets lefty matchup against yeah. Raggins at $4,500 there. After that, we do have the Carson Kelly lefty matchup for Rodon if we want to sort of go back into the Arizona versus left potential matchup there as sort of another mid-tier option for you. Anybody else off the page for you? I mean, I love the Murphy call. Murphy's hit lefties well. Homer tonight, I like your... I mean, a big Kelly fan, so that's definitely in play. I would go Jonah Heim against Oler. Oler's been bad. I know Heim has also been bad, but Heim has a lot of power. There's really not a lot else. I'll be Joey honest. Bart, Joey Bart's coming off a really big game. I will say, Joey Bart has looked awesome at the plate of late. 432 average over his last 10 games, 1100 OPS, three home runs over that span. So 2800 Joey Bart, I know a righty's on the mound, but are we really concerned with Zach Davies? No. So, slow, uh, he throws Bart. slow. He tries to nibble corners. Yep. So, yeah, I'm with you there. First base position. You got Goldie at the top against Herman Marquez. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got Freeman versus lefty and Eric Lauer. Alonzo at 5,500 against Odorizzi. Crone in the lefty matchup against Montgomery. Rizzo home against Klubot. Maybe a spot that you maybe could be interested in if you're out on Kluber. Christian Walker at 5K against Rodon, as we mentioned. The Diamondbacks there for a spell. We're good against lefties and even got to Rodon in one of his starts. So, I was looking up goldschmidt bvp because we had goldschmidt in arizona all those years yeah 
Do you think he fared well against old Herman Mark? I would assume maybe because how bad he was in cores. Goldie, a 37 at-bat sample. He is 15 of 37, 405 average, four home runs, a 512 Woba. Yeah, that's that uh, seems homered, to make a lot of sense. Homered on Tuesday, just seemingly just doing something productive every night when he's not in Toronto. Right. So yeah, I think Goldie's a, a great spend up. I think he might go under own because it's not a lefty potentially and it's not in course. So I like Goldie of that top group. I understand your Rizzo call 100%. He, we've kind of talked about it all year where he's been really good at home. 540 slugs, right. 17 of his 27 home runs, 914 OPS at home. But they're just so bad right now. Like I don't, and I get it. They're not going to be this bad like all year and the Yankees are eventually going to break out. And you would assume their so. Is, their offense is like kind, we think that their offense is like too good to be this bad but i just don't know when that breakout's gonna come if you want to play rizzo and be contrarian i think that's fine but for honestly for me like 5k range and above it's like goldschmidt and then move down the list yeah uh, christian walker still has good numbers against that's lefties true. this year that's uh, again just total dart throw if you want to be super contrarian as as poorly as he's hitting in terms of overall numbers 220 batting average which is up from what it's been, 455 over the last 10. It's 280 against left-handed pitching on the year. So he's a guy that we know can get it done. A 952 OPS against Southpaw. This, the, I would say maybe the one thing that's going against him is that they're on the road in San Francisco, much more of a pitcher's park than a hitter's ballpark. But a Christian Walker right now is really on one, and it could be a good splits matchup for him. If we're going under 5K, as we've mentioned, also against Scherzer, going to be a fade. Obviously, you don't want to run up against Mabreu, who we know again, historically really good against lefties. 340 average over the last 10 games with just a 730 OPS. A whole bunch of singles basically yep. coming up from Obreu over the last 10 games. But lefty matchups for him generally where we our bread is buttered. Would you have any interest in Vogelbach against Odorizzi at 44? I was literally just looking up Odorizzi's splits this year because I like the way that Vogelbach has looked in a Mets uniform. And not just because he's playing My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard right. as his walk-up song, which I think is incredible so Odorizzi although he hasn't allowed a lot of damage to lefties 259 BABIP 554 XFIP it's something that you've talked a lot about in terms like Madison Bumgarner specifically and we've now seen like multiple starts in a row where Madison Bumgarner's been trash Odorizzi John 51% fly ball rate to lefties too yeah I mean we could be talking about like one of these games that he just gives up bomb after bomb and who's to say Vogelback and the Mets aren't that spot hot summer night in Atlanta I do Vogelback for tournaments only because there's always the chance they bring in a lefty later in the game and he gets pinch hit for sure but I, th I do think Vogelback makes for an interesting tournament play yeah, I like that as well. The Connor Joe gets a lefty matchup against Montgomery if you want to go there. I don't mind Mancini, even though it's not the lefty-ready split. It just feels like getting some exposure to that Houston lineup could be a little bit different. Kopech, despite his walk struggles, has been decent at times this year. Maybe there's lower ownership on Houston here for tonight. Yep. If you're looking at some value, anybody in particular on your radar? Well, I mean, we've been talking about Nathaniel. Sorry, Nathaniel. Nathaniel Lowe quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, no respect for him, huh? Zero. So I think I think Texas was largely disappointing on Tuesday night or Monday night. They were pretty popular and they let everyone down. It's a really good hitting environment. Adam Oler is not a good pitcher in any form. So I would go back to the Rangers as a full stack. I mean, lefties against Adam Oler, John, a thousand 
40 OPS, a 440 Woba this year. I mean, we're going to talk about Corey Seager. I think the Rangers are first because this is our first look. I mean, this is one of my favorite stacks. And Nathaniel Lowe at 3K easily gets you the likes of Seager, Simeon, Adolis Garcia, really wherever else you want to go. Yeah, I'm with you there. And, and, and a pivot off of him, again, just getting Red Sox exposure if you're buying into Boston. Haas was at 3,100. He's a cheap guy to get in if sure. you want to eventually spend up on Devers and that crew there. Let's jump on over to second base. At the top, you have Jose Altuve against Kopech. You get Rodgers again facing a lefty at $5,300 in Montgomery. Josh Rojas, $5,200 against Rodon. Brandon Lau against Herman at 51 And Jimenez has worked his way back up to 5K. <laughs> He's probably the only worthy. Wasn't he like eight. under four thousand dollars yeah, recently? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I yeah, think right he and I were like eight, August 9th, thirty nine hundred bucks, and now he's up to five k, five slates. Since then, four of the five he's gone double figures fantasy points. So yeah, we should probably yeah. raise this guy's yeah. price. The in, that um, intern was fired. Is basically yeah, that intern was definitely fired. I mean, we love Brent Rogers against lefties. Don't love it when it's not in cores though. Right. Don't you can't Rojas has been good, but like no point in playing a lefty. I think. Brandon Lau at Yankee Stadium could be interesting. I know the strikeouts have been up. Yeah. Definitely been a, a, been a disappointing year for him after the year last been. year. It has been. But honestly, before this like recent stretch of games, like the stretch prior when he first came back from the IL, like he was pretty dang good. But again, you're right. Like it has largely been disappointing. The slugging's been fine, 430. He's just not getting out of base a lot and he's striking out a ton. So I think Lau in tournaments. I think the Rays in general in tournaments could be somewhat appealing just because Domingo Herman, although he has looked good, we know Domingo Herman, like throughout his career has not been great. Sure. There's not really a lot of mid-tier guys. I mean, Nolan Gorman, I think, probably finds his way into some lineups if you're going to, up against Marquez. Uh, we talked about maybe lefties against Odorizzi with McNeil, but yeah, I don't know. Does anybody in this 4K range, or I mean, is there really anybody else at second base that's jumping off the page here? I mean, I'm scrolling down the player list and nothing really is oh this is a great spotter oh okay yeah this is a good price on him i don't really feel that way on a, on a lot of these guys i mean marcus simeon 4300 i think would is going to be very popular it's a good price but he's not hitting so he's not but i think what makes him so appealing in fantasy is like he has 16 home runs and 18 stolen bases yeah. like you I, hope the easier pitching matchup for him he's able to find the strike right. here yeah. exactly like he could potentially i mean if he gets on base and steals and score we've talked about this a whole bunch right yeah. and mainly with harvey mateo like a base hit a stolen base a run scored that's 10 fantasy points like at, and we talked about you just went down the list and you weren't like impressed by the rest of the position you get 10 points from simeon i mean that's a good start yeah. and the upside for more just considering the power and the speed combination so i think that coupled with the fact he's been like under twenty five hundred dollars on vandal for the last like week vandal still no slate at least i don't see main slate yep i can't confirm that but i love that uh kevin newman john has been someone that i've played against lefties a bunch since he returned and i think rich hill is definitely viable can i don't think that i agreed with you yeah, there. he's a 6100 dollars pitcher so i mean and i also think on the flip side could get exposure against rich hill i mean sure. righties have an 830 ops 356 woba kevin newman against lefties this year 339 average 371 woba he hits leadoff he's 3200 you see i think we skipped over chavis i think he's at first base if you wanted to take a shot on him too because we know he can hit lefties well but i think kevin newman could be an interesting value, $3,200. Yeah, Chavis is 2K, so... I mean, look, 
if you're double, let's say you do want to play Rodon Scherzer, like the Pirates are a way to do that, right? Like the Pirates are a way to get the top two arms. Or if you want to play Frambar, if you want to play Gonsolin, like whatever iteration of those four guys you want to play, the Pirates are a route to that because we know Reynolds hits lefties. Yeah, Cabrian Hayes, if he's in the lineup. Cabrian Hayes, yeah, I actually think... Did Cabrian Hayes go on the IL? Did he go on the IL today? I know he was held idle. He did. He went on the IL, yeah. Okay. So it definitely depleted lineup and kind of even more to your point about like wanting to play Rich Hill or just giving Rich Hill a shot. But I do think there's interesting, even if you don't want to go full Pirate stack, interesting one-off if you wanted to play a, sure. a Kevin Newman. Roberto probably finds his way in the lineup against Lefty at 2,500. Yep. Sure. Hit ninth, but, you know, wraps around. Trey Turner hits behind him, something like that. And we can't play Vance Grissom, but I wish we could because he's Va- 2K. Vaughn Grissom? Vaughn Gr- Va- Va- Grissom, not Vance Grissom. Vaughn Grissom because he's like 2K. But he gets Scherzer. So. I know. This first slate, probably the first slate of the year. First slate in how many games has he been up for? That I Value we will not eight? be suggesting. Yeah. yeah. Six, six games. Six games. He's got to hit all at one. Yeah, can't go there. Third base. Our favorite spot. Uh, we got a lot of top guys here. Ramirez gets Lefty and Norris, 56. Devers against Contreras, 55. Arenado, 54 against Mark. Riley against Scherzer. Can't go there. Uh, Bregman at 49. Your your top group there. I'm ignoring Josh Rojas because I don't believe he deserves to be at 52. <laughs> so uh, Ramirez, Devers, and Arenado are probably the three we have to decide to if we're spending up. Yeah, I fully agree. Jose Ramirez, 8 for 23 off Daniel Norris. Daniel Norris did come off a good start. Well, there's no evidence that will continue he's probably just going to keep getting shelled more often than not so i'm perfectly fine going jose ramirez perfectly fine going devers starting to show signs of some life so maybe this can i mean he can't be held back forever so true true i think arenado no one's going to play because i feel like we typically play arenado lefty i feel like that's like just i mean that's been his mo for his Mm -hmm. whole career so if you want to be contrarian, let's see if there are any BVPs. One for nine, the one being a home run. But he is sure. hitting 306 against righties this year. So work under 5K guys. You got Justin Turner at 43 against Lauer. Uh, you can't go Muncy against a lefty. Donaldson's at home. McMahon gets a lefty. So there's really not a lot in this 4K range. Bregman? Uh, Bregman's been really good, John. Yeah, do you want Bregman against Another Kopech? two doubles. Like, I know Kopik is coming off like the start that we hoped Kopik would come yeah, off six like, no hit time. innings 11 strikeouts like he and that's the player like we hoped he'd be right like everyone's oh so uh, at least the white Sox hoped they'd be when right. they traded for sale true, true. Right. not you technically not you you're yeah. literally the complete opposite <laughs> from like a fantasy perspective it's oh my god my Kopik is being a start stretch out to a starter like he's healthy he's gonna be a starter all this stuff and he hasn't been that guy Bregman another two doubles on Tuesday right sure. now I mean currently in the middle of that game two for three already came into that game hitting 380 for yeah i said houston could be sneaky today i don't think many people would play them against copex so maybe amongst the 4k range i agree justin turner is probably the guy but i would throw bregman's hat into that is there anything else for you do you see any value (laughs) that you have interest in again i'm scrolling down the list i don't see too much here i mean i like playing emmanuel rivera we generally like spinning up at third base so this almost feels like just an exercise really we don't don't. yeah (laughs) get your uh get your index finger yeah i'm just um, scrolling you know yeah If J.D. Davis had a lefty, then maybe we throw it out. But especially in a slate like this where the guys we sometimes will go to at value, they don't really have the matchups we're looking for. So, What about Oakland? What is your thought? Because Reagan's is bad, and they were very popular. I saw a lot of the industry talking about Oakland today, and we're recording Tuesday night. 
Yep. And they're just so freaking cheap, man. Jonah Bride, 2K. The kid, do we miss him? Where does he play? Nick Allen, he plays second short. He homered in two straight games going into tonight. I know we're at third, but like... Yeah, Allen's 2K. Uh, I could go there. I mean, Oakland, I don't know. Just throwing that out there. I, was just yeah, I mean, we, we, for value, we're counting bad teams, right? It's like, oh, Pittsburgh's 2K. Yeah, Oakland's are 2K guys. Like, yeah, I mean, they'll help you get there, but you need to hope that they get there. Or else you're, <laughs> you know. I don't mind. Again, yeah, you got to be different nine games. And if you want to play one-offs, I would say a one-off Allen play or a one-off <laughs> Newman play or whatever. I'm not going in here and stacking, I don't think, for these teams. So That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Let's go to shortstop. Lindor's at 6K. We've talked about the lefty potential there against Odorizzi, given his uh, fan graphs, saber numbers there. Trey Turner against lefty is the bingo spot. I don't know if you want to spend 5800 for him against Lauer or not. Seeker, we've talked about it. We like him all at $5,100. It's a really good a good price for him, the way his production's been. he's He of the top group is maybe where I would settle in. Yeah, I think Seager's the chalk. No question about it. Because then you get Adames versus Gonsolin. You get Swanson versus Scherzer. Yeah. It's Seager. It's a Seager chalk day. And then move down the list and take shots elsewhere. Rosario against Norris at 46. Yep. My boy Jose Iglesias continues to get lefty matchups at 45. And he's better on the road, which is still mind-blowing. Because he <laughs> plays his home games in course. But 358 on the road. Oh, he's not power guy. So, yeah. I know. But, like, just in general, like... Hitting in maybe maybe like, what happens is that his like road line drives get caught up in the Colorado <laughs> air and they get caught. Fair. He needs fair. those things to sink on him so he can get on base. Fair. That's my story. I'm sticking. After that, anything else? Any other any other guys here? I mean, Bias stole has two stolen bases sure. on Tuesday. I know he's like getting a righties, just better against lefties. But you could play him. Hey, you talk about your Oakland A's, Elvis Andrews at twenty three hundred. Yeah, and uh, Allen two K. So yeah, we talked about that. Yep. But there's nothing else. This yeah. is a week. This is the worst. Actually, how about this? Can I interest you in Brandon Crawford 2K against Zach Davies? Possibly. He's a little better coming off two for three on Monday. RBI, a walk, a double, 14 fantasy points. Hits I don't think I, I don't think I like ever play Giants. So I play so I played a lot of Joey Bart on Sure. Monday, I guess the cat catcher is the exception for me. Yeah, and lefties, I think. Like, with now J.D. Davis, Longo. Sure. There's a different... I mean, Zach Davies is, like, a bad pitcher. Yeah. I'm trying to look... I feel like there's got to be BVP here, right? Like, they've faced each other probably, like, a bunch. Davies isn't necessarily... I might take that back. Who am I looking at here? I'm looking at uh, three of 14. Davies is... But see, the thing is, like, Davies has had good stretches so yeah he has over his career he like defied odds when he's with milwaukee at times. <laughs> it's true that is very true all right outfield aaron drudge is 62 mookie betts is 61 jordan's 59 acuna 53 you're not gonna play there not gonna pay 52 for Vargas. i mean i guess it's your, it's your judge bets pick are we, i mean yeah i don't like i you can obviously play judge but you i mean is it are you even interested in anybody over 5k do you feel like this is the matchups for these guys or even Sneaky Mets? Yeah, yeah, I think the Mets yeah. are sneaky against Odorizzi. Even yeah, like, Nimmo's at, I mean, Nimmo at 5K just doesn't feel like... Yeah, Nimmo does not a 5K guy. Yes. Uh, like, no, I'll, I'll always consider Jordan. Uh, just the power that guy okay. has is crazy. Agreed. Obviously, Judge falls in that conversation. So, right. you can go there if you want to. Damn, Tommy Pham is 4,800. You've been so good, though. I know. They activated Kiki Hernandez today. They still played Duran and... Who was the other outfield? Did they have Pham in the lineup today? 
Yeah, they did. They had they played. I don't know who did Verdugo DH. Verdugo played. They all played. They played literally. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Maybe I wonder if they played Kike at shortstop. They did. Oh they yeah, because Xander didn't started, play today. They started Kike at shortstop. Okay. They had yeah, Duran in center, Verdugo in right, Famine left. Interesting. You mentioned lefties. Naquin there at 46 against Odorizzi. You can go there. Gritchick generally hits lefties well. 4600 mm-hmm. for him. I would play a Rosarena, by the way. Current form Rosarena. Okay. Yeah, over tonight. Yellow Jimenez at 44. Yep. Three pass by Robert. Luis Robert. He's day to day. He did not play Tuesday because of a wrist. Sure. That guy uh, is always injured. Andrew Vaughn, outfield only. We missed because he used to be first base outfield. Now he's for outfield only. $4,300 for him. Again, if you want to go against Framber, a lot of these guys have pretty good splits against lefties on the year. Mm-hmm. But we just talked about current form. It's not really working out for them too much. So I think if you're approaching White Sox, I think I would. And it's not the same because they're better offense in Oakland and Pittsburgh. But because of Framber's ability to like limit damage, how he has like a million quality starts in a row. Yeah. I probably would do one-offs. Sure. Because if you play four of them and they score three runs, like you're not winning a tournament. And yep. he just does not allow more than three runs. Yeah, I agree. Red Sox guys are in play. Kiki and JD at, at 41 and 4K for me. We talk about Reynolds versus Lefties. He's at 4K. Ben and Tendy at 4K. I don't know how you're feeling about your newest Yankee. <laughs> You've heard, uh, you know how I'm feeling. It's not good. Not great, Bob. Not great. Yeah, not good. Riley Green at 39. Uh, that's fine. Cleveland, I think Cleveland's going to be popular, John, with Daniel Norris. We haven't really talked to Cleveland. Like, we obviously mentioned Jimenez. We mentioned, I mean, Oscar Gonzalez is raking right now. Yeah. And Daniel Norris is not good. Uh, 3500 is too cheap for Oscar Gonzalez. This guy I was talking about a lot earlier in the year before his yeah. injury. Hits right in the middle of their order. 3500 fits perfectly in a stack with Ramirez and Jimenez. So, I love Oscar Gonzalez, 3,500. Chris Taylor, if he finds his way into a lineup, you can go to. usually hits well against yep. lefties. And again, bad numbers this year. Something to watch for. Do you think McCarthy finds his way? Lefty on lefty. Any interest? He might play, but he and he continues to be good. But I don't think this is the spot. Not, not okay. the spot. Let's see. Anybody else for you? I mean, Trace may play at 31. Yeah, he should play with the Verdugo lefty. Verdugo at 29, um, criminally low. Ver- cash we talked about it drove in i think he had rbi double rbi single like just like steady eddie over here just getting you fantasy points in bunches every single time he plays it should not be that cheap scotty you mentioned oakland but scotty's 2500 hits lefties we know that who was cut today was it piscotty oh it was you're right yeah today today (laughs) yeah literally today they released piscotty before the game so they led this stevenson kid off cal stevenson yeah he's fast he's like fast okay Hasn't been great. Again, Oakland, man, like they're so cheap, but they're also clearly tanking. They shut down, they put Lorient on the IL. Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah. That was the news item I saw. I missed the Piscotti news. Pinder has been dreadful. Sky Bolt is 2K if you want to play him. Like, Oakland's terrible. I get it. I'm just like. Uh, I tried telling you then. You were like, we're stacking Pittsburgh and Oakland today and fire up the top (laughs) pair of pitchers. Top stack, Oakland and Pittsburgh. No, not really. But I think Leotis to Leoti Tavares is a pretty good play included in your Texas Rangers stack. Sure. 2,600. He has a ton of speed. He was everyone's darling last year to steal all those bases. He's hit for a little power. He's hitting in the gaps. He's stolen six bases in 54 games. Um, I think he's an elite value. And someone I mentioned the other day who wasn't in the lineup um, because there was a lefty, I was wondering if he was going to be Lamonte Wade. Yeah. Three home runs in his last five games. I know you don't play the Giants. And something you said earlier made me look something up, John. If you had to guess what Oracle... You can go over to FantasyLarm.com and look at our, our ballpark report, John. 
if you had to guess what they rate in terms of runs per game, what would you say Oracle ranked at? Just guess. Just to any guess. Eighth. Close. Tenth. So, like, weird because it's just always historically a pitcher's park, but it's just interesting to see that they're rank- they rank 10th this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they secretly moved the wall in or whatnot, but just throwing that out there, Lamonte Wade at home, he's very cheap. Zach Davies is not very good. And What are your, what are your thoughts for- on a Kerry Carpenter 2K? I saw that. And he hit his first home run on Tuesday, right? Yeah, and he homered again tonight. He's three for four. Wait, tonight oh. he's two for two with a home run. Sorry. I mean, whew. Could we be talking about a... Can I we do a tires pirates eight sack? Is this what we're yeah. working on? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like spill all our put all our secrets out there because we're. But how about a pirate? Like you just said, a pirates tigers Oakland stack. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to Thoughts? flush twenty bucks down the toilet. Or whatever <laughs> it is that you're playing. So, uh, all right, give me your home run call tonight. Home run call the night. Home run call tonight. I'm going to go... I was talking up the Guardians pretty much. You know what? I was talking up Texas more. I'm going to go Corey Seager for my home run call of the evening. All right. I'm going to go Paul Goldschmidt. You mentioned the, the BVP versus Marquez. We'll rock it. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is it. James, you're on the playbook. So you'll be the one doing a lot of the work. We'll be in the Discord all day. If you're in there, get in there. If you're not in the Discord yet, make sure you sign up. Right now, we've got a great deal going on. If you use promo code NFL50 for the monthly access, you save 50% off the first six months of our All Access Pro package. That's right. You get access to every FS sport, a seasonal sport that we do content for. I think it comes with $19.99 a month for the first six months. Hard to beat that. And that gives you access to our premium Discord channels where myself, James Grande, Pete Cole, Justin Vreeland, Ray Kuhn, like the whole team, Colby Conway, Howard Bender, we're all in there answering questions, helping you guys get ready for the DFS slates. So no better time than now to take advantage of that. Code NFL50 when you go over to the pricing page over at fantasyarm.com. But for James and I, we will catch you guys later.